This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. Welcome to a special mini-sode of Yield Crime, the show where Maddie and I discuss the funny, strange, and obscure crimes of yesteryear every Wednesday. This special bi-weekly segment is called Can You Crack the Cramp Word, which is slang for a difficult or obscure term, which I thought was very fitting. And joining me today is Marge from the Bite Me, the show about edibles podcast, And before we begin, I'd like to give her the opportunity to tell us a little more about herself and her show before we get started. All right. Hello, everyone. My name is Marge, and I am the host of Bite Me, the show about edibles. And I started that show probably about three and a half years ago. And in retrospect, I should have picked a shorter name maybe, but (laughs) that's totally okay. And as you might have guessed, it's about edibles because I happen to be a big fan. And some people might be wondering, well, how do you do a show about edibles? Because my show is a podcast audio only format. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> Please do. <laughs> I like I like to talk a lot, and it seemed very fitting. I'm a big consumer of podcasts, and I happen I discovered edibles later in life, probably because I've been a long time cannabis user. But there came a point, and it, for me, cannabis, my cannabis uses are ebbed and flow over the years. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I've been really into it, and other times not so much. But after taking a break for a little while, I found that when I did smoke with people. I would get so fucking paranoid and I'd be like, (laughs) I'd be like, can I just go like hide in a closet somewhere and not talk to anybody? Yeah. And I think a lot of people can probably resonate with that. And Mm -hmm. I happened to, even though there was cannabis around me all the time, it seemed like I decided one day my spouse and I, we were going to try making some butter on the stove, some weed butter. Mm -hmm. And it was sort of a laborious process, but we made this butter, you know, we had to, thought we had to stir it for the two hours on the stove and all this kind of thing. And then I made my first edibles with it. And obviously the rest is history. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I found that edibles was definitely more my sweet spot. It didn't make me paranoid. I could still have a conversation. Yep. So that was important. important. Yeah. <laughs> so I just really got into making a lot of edibles. And because I was such a podcast consumer, I was like, hey, you know what? Maybe I can make a show about edibles. Mm-hmm. And I did. I recorded my first episode to crickets, I'm sure. <laughs> but, <laughs> but in a couple of months, I got my first email from a listener who was just like, I really appreciate what you're doing. And I was just like, wow, if there's actually somebody out there who has downloaded and listened to my episodes. So I just started mm-hmm. putting out episodes weekly after that, because I think before it was kind of like every couple of weeks or whatever. And essentially what I do is the show is geared to people who are making their own edibles at home. Mm-hmm. and I'm not a professional chef or anything. I'm just somebody who likes to cook. And I 
I usually cover every week either a recipe. So it's something that I've made in my own home kitchen. I'll post the recipe and usually I'm getting those recipes from all kinds of talented people out there and I'm infusing them. Mm-hmm. And I talk about the tips and tricks to making that particular recipe on the show. And other than that, I also like to have guests on my show as well. And I've mm-hmm. had the opportunity to interview a lot of really cool people. And that's one of my favorite parts about what I'm doing is just the really cool people that I've met, especially mm-hmm. considering that I'm like in the cannabis world or even the podcasting world. I'm a nobody, really, let's be honest. And yet there's people who are like, yes, I will come on your show and talk to you. And it, yeah. it just, that really warms the cockles of my heart. So <laughs> I feel that I, yeah. the first time I was ever invited on somebody's show and the first time someone ever agreed to come on my show, I was like, oh, like it just like you get this warm, fuzzy feeling right. and you're like, people like me. You're like, like really? <laughs> you want to talk okay. to me? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 I totally get that. Yeah. So it's been a fun adventure, I have to say. I've really enjoyed, you know, doing this and and I still enjoy eating edibles too. So it all works out. Well, that's yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> so you you kind of already t- answered my first question, which, right. you know, as your name implies, the show is about edibles. Right. When did you start getting interested in edibles as an alternative to smoking to kind of combat the paranoia that you mentioned? I was probably like seven, eight years ago, maybe. So okay. the podcast has been around for almost four, I think. But yeah, it was a few years before that. And once I figured it out and sort of dialed in the dosing as well, because I'm sure you know everybody who has that story where they're like, yeah, I ate an edible and I got way too high. Yeah. Famous last words, these edibles ain't shit. And the next thing you know, <laughs> <laughs> they're having a panic attack in the in the corner. Once you figure out your ideal dosing, then mm-hmm. it's fantastic. So, yeah. I mean, they're not for everybody, just like anything else. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I definitely have had those oh shit moments where like it hits and you're like I I took I took too much and now right. I now I am full of regret right <laughs> let's enjoy this ride for four hours <laughs> yeah <laughs> or more or exactly more. yeah what can yeah. I do to try to combat what I just did you know right. like <laughs> yeah yeah so for those who are unfamiliar obviously there are a variety of ways you can ingest cannabis can you share with our listeners like some examples of the types of recipes you share on your show and on your website? Yeah, yeah sure. Let me think. The last recipe I did was actually a gummy mix that was by a company called Loran Oils. And the okay. gummy mix itself is not infused, but it was really simple. And you can infuse it yourself by adding a concentrate or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that's just something you can pick up at a store or on their website. And it's a really easy way to make gummies because gummies can be, you know, it's one of those things that can be kind of tedious. So they've taken all the guesswork out of it and made it really simple. Oh, Bef- cool. Yeah. And before that, I did like a co- chocolate coffee cake, which was mm. delicious. And what I ended up doing with that is I made it, it that, that recipe was provided to me by a chef who's working out of Germany. And he recommended cutting it up into pieces and then freezing it. So now what I do in the evenings is I just take out like a piece or two because I know each piece is about 10 milligrams and that's, you know, a good dose for me. So I can have Mm -hmm. like two little squares and then 
yeah, I enjoy my evening quite a bit. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But I mean, lots of sweets. I've done a lot of beverages as well, like margaritas and lemonades and fancy, but more fancy beverages, tacos. There's all kinds of stuff. You can literally infuse almost anything. There is a way. Where there's a will, there is a way. That is right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Now I'm I'm a punny person, so you're gonna have to pardon my puns that I okay. added for this last question. <laughs> Perfect. But your episodes are pardon the pun, bite sized, right? For easy consumption. And before we move on to the slang term portion of the episode, can you share with our listeners sort of what you found to be the best way to get into edibles? If that's something that someone's curious about pursuing, if they want to get into like just consuming them or making them? Maybe both. Like maybe if someone's like, I've never tried an edible before. I've always been curious. How should I go about doing it? And then also, I love edibles. They're the greatest thing ever. (laughs) How can I make them myself? Right, right. I mean, a lot of that will depend on a few things. Like if you are in a place where cannabis is legal, I'm I'm in Canada, so cannabis is legal. You can always check out edibles at picking them up at a dispensary. And the best idea is always to go with the lowest dose edible that you can find and start Mm -hmm. there. You may find that you feel nothing. And that's a good thing because, you know, they always say the standard advice is start low and go slow because, well, as we've, I've had the experience as well of having too many and not having a good time. So the best way is to start low, go slow, make note of things. You can slowly incrementally increase your dosage until you hit that spot where you're like, okay, this is good. And if you're looking to make your own, well, you can check out my website or my podcast, but a lot of the times the easiest thing you'll hear most people doing is like making a butter or coconut oil to get started. I think that's the simplest way because you can use that coconut oil or butter in all kinds of recipes, really. Mm -hmm. So if you buy a boxed cookie mix at the store and it calls for butter in that recipe, you swap out some of your infused butter for the what's called for in the recipe. And that's okay. like a super easy way to get started. Okay. Yeah. Seems pretty simple, straightforward. Yeah. yeah. And there are instructions on my website. Like if you go on the website or on the web recipes section, there's, you know, instructions on how to like decarb because you should start with the decarb, decarbing your cannabis. Okay. And infusing it as well. So there are instructions there if you're like, well, but how do I do that? It, it's not as difficult as it sounds. I'm sure somebody like me who is not a baker would like right. look at it and be like, I have no idea where to start. So right. it's it's good that you have, because I was poking around your website and I was like, this is really cool that you like break down how to get it prepped, you know, right. so, you, so it's ready to go and then how to infuse the different things. And you've got your sweet dishes and your savory dishes. Right. And-, and I mean, once you have that infusion made as well, it can be as simple as like, And you know your dose. You could be like, I'm going to put a teaspoon in my tea or something. Like it doesn't, Mm -hmm. if you're not into baking, you don't have to be to enjoy Mm -hmm. edibles of some kind. I know a lot of people that like to put infusions in their tea or coffee Mm -hmm. and that's how they consume it. So it can be as simple as you want to make it. Well, and you know, bullet coffee is a big thing now. So if you did the butter, you could put the butter in your coffee and that would be... yeah. And I feel like, right. And the nutty flavor like that you get from the infused butter in your coffee, I think would be a very nice pairing as well. So I concur. I think that would be (laughs) it. I I think that would be a great place to start if you're like, I don't know what I'm comfortable eating or, you know, 
just right. to kind of get a taste for it and kind of see. Well, and that's what why I also think. suggest to people if they're not really into baking, like, you know, the boxed cookie or cake mixes or uh, brownies, muffins, all that kind of thing, because it's just basically sort of do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Easy way to easy way to get started doing it. You don't have yep. to like have all the ingredients on hand. You just open a box and throw in some butter and eggs. Yep. Yeah. That's probably how I would end up baking. Is just be <laughs> like, what's a box mix that has butter, eggs, and water, and then right. I, can, I can do it. Yeah. Yep. It's a great way to get started. Yeah. My sister got the baking gene. I got the cooking <laughs> gene. Anytime I try to bake something, I'm like, you should have. You should have Maddie do it because right. it will not look pretty if I do it. Well, it's funny that you say that because before I really got into edibles, I never baked. Like never. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I And I bake bread now and stuff. I mean, that's, you know, just another pandemic hobby that I picked up like a lot of other people, but yeah. I never, I never really baked before. So unless it's infused, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. I don't, <laughs> I'm not interested. <laughs> and that's partly because I have a really bad sweet tooth as well. So oh, if God, I yeah. was to bake something, I'd be like, okay, I just want to eat it all. So mm-hmm. if I infuse it, then it forces me to be reasonable there because otherwise probably no. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. You turn into like the very not fun cocaine bear. Right. It's the cannabis bear. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I wonder how that would turn out if someone, if it was cannabis instead of cocaine. I don't know. It couldn't be as as bad if it was cannabis instead of. Yeah. He'd probably be a pretty chill bear. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. That's that's the sequel. Cannabis bear. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. Have you always wanted to try your hand at making edibles, but you weren't sure where to start? I can help. I'm Marge, and I'm the host of Bite Me, the show about edibles, and I help cooks make great edibles at home. Each episode, I walk through a recipe that I've tried in my own home kitchen, offering tips and tricks so you can do the same. Or learn with me as I have conversations with professional chefs, culinary cannabis experts, or interesting people in the edibles industry. Whether you're a seasoned edibles enthusiast or just getting started, there's always more to learn about making great edibles. Tune in every Thursday for new episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or favorite podcasting platform, and look for Bite Me, the show about edibles. All right. Well, those are the only questions I had for you. So if you are ready, we can start the slang term portion of the interview. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Okay. So your first term is 40 guts. So 40 like the number 40 and guts like guts <laughs> 40 guts mm-hmm. and i'm supposed to guess what this could possibly mean <laughs> yes. it sounds it sounds very medical to me and i have listened to podcasts on like victorian era medical stuff so could it be like <laughs> i think slugs all this time all of a sudden i don't know if they were using slug or was it slug it wasn't slugs that they were using something else leeches leeches yes yes to treat a wound so maybe it's a term for using leeches and wound treatments. I like where you're going with that. <laughs> okay. Am I close? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> okay. But I liked the thought process. Right. Okay. 40 guts is considered a vulgar term for, oh. a, for a fat man. Really? Mm-hmm. 40 guts. So why? <laughs> Probably because I think it signifies that the man is so fat that he has 40 guts. Okay. Right. 
So that's like, if you were to really meanly call somebody like morbidly obese, you would say, that guy's 40 guts. Right. We'll have to see if I can work that into everyday conversation over the next <laughs> week. See go. what happens. There you go. Yeah. People are going to be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, Don't you know your, your Victorian era slang? Come on. <laughs> I'm writing it down. Anyway. There you go. So. And your second term is grass widow. Grass widow. Okay. So someone, obviously, whose partner has died and they have found new love because the grass is greener on the other side. Oh, I like that. (laughs) I like that. Unfortunately, the real definition is a lot sadder than that. (laughs) Okay. I was being hopeful for this poor widow, but... (laughs) So grass widow, and this is actually a Victorian term... Or not necessarily a Victorian term, but it started in England and then it came over to the United States. So a grass widow is an unmarried mother or a deserted mistress. So when it came over to the United States during the gold rush in California, it was very common for the men to put his grass widow and any children into a special place during their absence. So the grass widow was like the person that they would kind of toss to the side while they went to go make their fortune. Oh, wow. Put them out to pasture almost. Pretty much. Yeah. That's that's why you're a grass widow. They put you out to pasture. Wow. Yes, that is definitely not as as positive as as where I was going. But no. (laughs) Yeah. But I did like where you were going, though. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Hopefully these grass widows did find greener pastures when they were were out there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would like to thank Marge for joining me today for Can You Crack the Cramp Word? And before we go, can you tell our listeners when new episodes of your show come out and where they can find you on social media? Yes, I would love to. So new episodes of Bite Me, the show about edibles, come out every Thursday. And you can find me on the socials. I think it's pretty much Bite Me Podcast. Are that those are all my handles pretty much everywhere. I'm on mostly on Instagram. That's where I'm most active. Mm-hmm. Twitter and Facebook. And then I have a website, bitemepodcast.com as well. And that is a great place to visit to learn more about all the things that she's right. been talking about. Yes. Thank you again. And on that note, as always, I'm Lindsay, and I'll see you next time with another tale as old as crime.